I think one of the biggest challenges we face as mothers and just as women in general is juggling it all. You know deep down that it's got to be possible to be an excellent wife and intentional mother and be successful in business, but you ask yourself how. You feel overwhelmed and at capacity, but want so badly to grow your business and to do more. There just never feels like enough hours in the day. Yet at the same time, your heart yearns for more simplicity, more fun, more rest, more time to just enjoy the people that matter most in your life. Again, you're overwhelmed and you know there's got to be some way to increase your capacity and to do it well while not missing out. After all, it seems like other women are doing it, right? Does any of this resonate with you? Have you ever felt the frustration of wanting to do more but feeling puzzled by how it could be possible? Listen, I completely understand how you feel, but I want to flip your perspective today by helping you redefine what the word capacity truly means for a kingdom entrepreneur. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast, where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle High, and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, let's process this journey and grow together. Hey friend, let's talk about what to do when you're a driven mama who enjoys business but also has a heart for home. You love to plan and crush those goals, but something in you yearns for simplicity. You want to do all the things. You have big visions and goals and so many great ideas for the future. You already feel at capacity though, and you wonder how to expand your potential to crush those goals. However, at the same time, something inside you is yearning for that simplicity, that peace, that order in the home, really to work less and just to be more present. So how do you increase your capacity for the most important things in life? What does capacity even mean? Well, as your friend, I really want you to have success in all the things, but I know that none of it matters if you aren't fulfilled deep down. If you're stressed and exhausted constantly, if there's always some kind of tension or frustration in your marriage, if your kids feel like inconveniences to you, if you don't feel good about your body, if you feel stuck in business and you make unhealthy sacrifices for achievement, you know that there's got to be a way to manage your time better, to increase your capacity, to do better in all these areas. But again, just feeling overwhelmed and anxious, it leaves you in the hamster wheel of life stuck. I believe that as kingdom entrepreneurs and just kingdom women in general, we have to do life differently. We have to think differently. And by that, I mean, God wants our home in order, and that starts in our hearts because it is His Spirit that makes His home in our hearts when we believe. No amount of self-development, YouTube videos, podcast trainings, books read, or knowledge 
will compensate for a life out of order, a life lacking in intimacy with God. The Bible says in Psalms 37, 23, that the steps of a man are ordered by the Lord who takes delight in his journey. Other versions say the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Do you believe this? If so, then we can take the pressure off of trying to figure it all out and do all the things and find rest that if we properly order our life, God will order our steps. In order to get our life in order, we've got to get first things first by seeking Him first. We've got to increase our capacity by creating more capacity for the most important thing, a person named Jesus Christ. We've got to ask the right questions and get our hearts and minds aligned with the heart of the Father. So I know that you want straight solutions to all of these real life struggles that we face, but this is not the episode that's going to break down all of the practical ways that you can strengthen your marriage, manage your kids, grow your business, take care of your body, schedule your time, and on and on. Yes, you're going to find episodes and practical insights sprinkled all throughout this podcast, but more than anything, I want to get to the root of all these challenges in our life. And that root starts with you starts in your heart and your mind. Because if you get these things aligned with the Father, you will find success in all you do. So are you with me in this? Stick around. Let's grow deeper and go deeper together as we process life from a kingdom perspective. So first, let's just talk about the word capacity. I think that as moms, we often think of capacity in the context of like, I'm just at capacity, meaning I'm full. My schedule's packed. I've got no room for anything else. Yes, we all want more time in our life so that we can have more margin to get all the things done. Our hearts are good in this desire, right? We all need help in this way. But I want to redefine capacity so that you can think about it as not how much more space can I create to have more productivity, but rather how much space can I create for more of him? When you look up the definition of capacity, the first definition says the potential or suitability for holding, storing, or accommodating. It's the potential for how much you can hold. It's the ability to receive, to contain. How can you create more space in your heart for more of God's presence to rule and reign? This is the real question that we should be asking ourselves. I'll tell you from my experience that for the last three years, I've been in a lot of a working working season, juggling it all and doing it all really well, honestly. Uh, marriage was great. Kids were great. Home was in order. All that was good, except it wasn't good because I was suffering. Just too much stress and not enough sleep over too much time. I was starting to like break down and I ended up like burnt out. And until I stopped and began making more room for God in my life and restructuring things for a season, that was when things started to change for me. After a lot of rest and healing took place and really just doing the inner work, laying things down in my life for a season, I began ready to move forward. I wanted to move forward and I needed to order my life better, right? Because the way I was doing life 
clearly wasn't working because I wasn't doing it all well. There was a few balls that were dropping and it was affecting me more personally. And you know, the more we learn better, the more we can do better. So I'm always open to learning. I purchased this awesome course about getting all the things of your life in order. It looked great. And it was gonna practically walk me through how to successfully execute all of my good intentions and just to get life more in order. So I started the course, but I kind of put it all on hold. I've been on hold with it because what I've realized is that none of it matters if I'm not seeking God first. I need to just, at the end of the day, hear what he has to say and just do that. Because if I'm not surrendered in my heart, I'm just going to be striving. And I'm going to be in the same old cycle of achieving too much out of my own strength. And even with good intentions, I'm going to end up at a dead end because if I'm only drawing from my own well. We've talked about this before. I've talked about self-development. It's like when we want to develop ourselves, if we're only drawing, if we're only looking to ourselves, we're going to always, at the end of it, come up short because we have a limit. <laughs> we can only self-develop our way so much through life. It has to be God and his fullness within us. When we look inside, it has to be us drawing from him within us that allows us to overcome, to grow, to do better, and to be all that we're supposed to be. If he's not the one filling us, if we're just filling ourselves with different ideas and strategies and wisdom and mindsets from other people, it's going to fall short at the end of the day. So I was walking on the beach and God was really just kind of redefining this picture of capacity for me. I was picturing a cup that was full of water. You know, capacity can be how much we can fill it with before it spills over, right? We can picture that cup full to the brim, almost to overflowing, or capacity can mean how much space is available for the cup to be filled. Do you see the difference? So one is a picture of, like I said, a cup that's nearly overflowing. And the other one is a cup that's more empty. I want to encourage you to prioritize the latter image and to take time to make more room. Lay down the things that are weighing you down and make yourself available for more of God's presence. Because if that's not right, if he's not first, then nothing else is going to be right. And so for me, this process looked like emptying my cup and laying down a lot of things in my life for a time. God has been cleaning my cup and doing a lot of inner work. And yep, it's uh, super, <laughs> super uncomfortable and not a lot of fun, but necessary, right? However, in faith, I know that when I'm ready, when he sees fit, I'm going to be filled to such overflowing and it's going to be amazing. And I don't know about you, but I want to operate out of the overflow. God is not just doing a new thing in me. He's doing a new thing in the body of believers right now for such a time as this. And this is not just my testimony. This is part of your story too. You just have to respond to ask God to release, to let go, to make yourself available to him so that he can do what only he can do. If you're feeling frustrated with the flow in your life and feeling like there's got to be a better way, I want to encourage you to let God empty you and clean your cup. His promises will hold you through the process. It is the fullness of God in your life that will lead to a fulfilled life in all that you do. I'm going to say that again. It's the fullness of God in our lives that will lead to a fulfilled life in all that we do. Everything else will fall into place if we can create room for him. 
And I think it, the process really looks like surrender. And I think that's something that we'll be doing daily, momentarily, moment by moment for the rest of our lives. But learning to surrender and learning to lay down our lives and just make room for God in each moment, that's the answer to the breakthrough that, you're, that your soul is yearning for. We will see him rightly. We will hear him clearly. And we'll be ready to obey whatever he says and remember his promises through the process. So the promise is that he orders our steps. The promise in Psalm 37, 4 that says, take the light in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. The promise in Jeremiah 29, 11 that says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They're plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. The promise in Matthew 6, 33, that says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. The promise in Romans 8, 28, that says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. If God is first in your life, you can rest assured that his promises will be fulfilled in your life. I was listening to a YouTube video yesterday and a man named Graham Cook said this quote and I thought it was so good. I want to share it with you. He said, promises were designed to lead you into an encounter and experience of God's presence. Promises were designed to lead you into an encounter and experience of God's presence. This is the point. You know, the first miracle that Jesus ever did was to turn water into wine at a wedding feast. Now, this story is loaded with amazing lessons, but I just want to highlight a few points as it relates to this conversation. Um, as a family, we've been having family night and we've been watching the Chosen series and it's brought so many stories of the Bible to life. It's been really, really beautiful. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. But the episode of the wedding feast, it made me realize just how significant the wine was at the wedding. When the wedding host ran out of wine for the guests, it was an absolute crisis, an embarrassment to that family. Wine at a wedding was a big deal. And Jesus had the opportunity to perform the miracle because the jars were empty. There was a desperate need. There was capacity for a miracle. Are you making room in your life for God to move? I know that you want more time, more energy, more sleep, more help to just get things done. But are you first giving God the space that he deserves? The availability in your heart to dwell? Or are you most concerned with how you're going to fit all the pieces into your life or into your cup without spilling over and making a mess? Put God first and there will be room for everything else all the things that matter there, that is. One of the most mysterious things about our faith is that it's simple. We need to believe to give God a home in our hearts to fill us and just do whatever he says. Knowledge is not the answer. It takes faith because the things of God, they just don't always make sense. I'm learning that more and more. It's like I'm walking in obedience. I'm listening. I'm walking in obedience. And some of the things they just don't make sense to me. They don't make sense in my earthly eyes, in my earthly sense, but I trust him and I know that he sees a bigger picture and that he knows best. And in faith, I want you to believe that wherever you're at in your faith, whatever your relationship with God is, just know that there is more. 
the best is yet to come. At the wedding feast, the best wine came out of the miracle. It came last. And God showed up in the most stressful situation, quietly and in secret. He used the empty jars designed for water to showcase his greatness by transforming the water into wine. So just a few points from that story is, number one, remember the jars were empty. There was a need and an opportunity for God to work. Number two, they did whatever he said. They walked in obedience. Mary, Jesus' mother, was there, and she was the one, she knew that Jesus could, he was the only one that could make a wrong thing right. She believed. She had faith. And what she told the people was just, she said, do whatever he tells you to do. Just do what he says. They were obedient. And like I said, there was faith. Even if Mary was the only one that believed, which I think she probably was, because she was the only one that knew Jesus was the son of God that had that full understanding. She knew he could make a wrong thing right. So the jars were empty. They did whatever he said. And they believed. God does miracles with empty things. The best is yet to come. The best wine was saved for last. And I just want to declare over your life that the best is yet to come. Just give God your vessel. Give him an opportunity to work. Give him your open heart. So the point I want to make is that the value of capacity is not in how much you can successfully fit in your cup, fit in your day, your life, but rather the opposite. How much capacity can you create in your heart for the most important thing? The one thing, the person, Jesus Christ, who makes all things right. Our works won't matter without his presence. I want to read you the lyrics of this song. It's been on my heart all week. And although I've heard it a lot of times before, many times before, the words have taken on a whole new meaning lately. And I just, just make this a prayer of your heart. And the song is called New Wine by Hillsong. I'll uh, leave the link in the show notes so that you can pull it up and listen to it if you want to. And I certainly won't sing it to you because that would just be horrible. (laughs) It would ruin your day probably. But anyways, the song is called New Wine and the lyrics go like this. So make me your vessel. Make me an offering. Make me whatever you want me to be. I came here with nothing, but all you have given me, Jesus, bring new wine out of me. Because where there is new wine, there is new power, there is new freedom, and the kingdom is here. I lay down my old flames to carry your new fire today. Isn't that beautiful? I think the thing that sticks out to me the most in my spirit is the part at the very end where it says, I lay down my old flames to carry your new fire today. So many of you guys have done amazing things that your heart is towards God. He's used you. He's been working in your life. I mean, it's been good. God's been good, right? But there's more. And I and I just want to call you to lay down your old flame so that you can carry God's new fresh fire today because there is more. There is new power. There is new freedom. And God wants you to be his vessel to bring heaven to earth, the kingdom of God to earth in new fresh ways in this very season. But he needs your heart to be open. He needs you to be available to him. He needs an empty vessel, a heart that's willing to obey whatever he says to do. 
And I just want to throw in that if you're already feeling at capacity, if you're feeling overwhelmed, near burnout or defeat or just stuck, one practical way that you can surrender and gain clarity is through fasting. I've talked about this recently, and it's a physical way that you can empty yourself because in faith, you can put your attention first on Christ and make more room for him on earth as it is in heaven. And whatever we do here on earth has heavenly impact. So if that piques your interest at all, if you are looking for a tangible, practical way to really empty your heart and empty your vessel for God, um, check out episodes 26 and 27. I'm sharing all about that and kind of my experience with a longer extended spiritual fast, a 21 day fast, and some of the things that I've learned in that process. Again, Jesus is the only answer to whatever you're going through. He's the source. And in him, you will find the rest that your soul desires and the clarity that you're desperate for. So one more question. Why is capacity important? Well, because what we are full of spills out. Let me read you a story. I saw this on Facebook recently, and it just makes perfect sense. So listen. Says you're holding a cup of coffee when someone comes along and bumps into you or shakes your arm, making you spill your coffee everywhere. Why did you spill your coffee? Well, because someone bumped into me, of course. Wrong answer. You spilled the coffee because there was coffee in your cup. Had there been tea in the cup, you would have spilled tea. Whatever is inside the cup is what will spill out. Therefore, when life comes along and shakes you, which will happen, whatever is inside of you will come out. It's easy to fake it until you get rattled. So we have to ask ourselves, what's in my cup? When life gets tough, what spills over? Joy, gratefulness, peace, humility, or anger, bitterness, harsh words and reactions? You choose. Today, let's work towards filling our cups with gratitude, forgiveness, joy, words of affirmation and kindness, gentleness and love for others. Really what they're saying is, Fill your cup with Jesus. Fill your cup with Jesus today. Your capacity is not about you. Your life, your list, your feelings, your capacity directly affects your influence on others, the impact you can make on this earth, the influence you have on your children, the legacy you will one day leave behind by every life you have ever touched. There's that saying that goes, you can't pour from an empty cup, but it does matter what you fill your cup with. And I just want to encourage you today to understand the power of capacity in your life and shift your focus from how can I do all the things to asking yourself, how can I create space for the one thing? God doesn't want your ability. He doesn't need your ability. He wants your availability. Nothing else matters without real relationship and intimacy in your life with Jesus Christ. So Lord, I pray over the mom listening that you would just make the cry of her heart to know you more, that she would desire to make her heart a vessel, a home for you to dwell, that you would just make her whatever you want her to be, that she'd be willing to do whatever you say, whatever you ask her to do. Lord, give her eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to obey, and that she would trust your process, knowing that you know best, even when it doesn't make sense. Lord, give her the desire for more of you and the courage to create space for you to fill her. 
Lord, I pray that you would just expand her capacity for more of you in her life and give her the faith to know that nothing else matters more. That as she seeks you first, that you would order her steps. And Lord, I just pray a blessing over her today and an encouragement and an anointing over the work of her hands, over her home, her marriage, her children, and um, that you would just fill her with joy, Lord, as she walks in surrender to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Are you like Mama so? Please leave a review. Hey Mama, real quick before you run off and do all the things, If you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review. This helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect.